This is Reviews by Jay, the podcast bringing you weekly episodes showcasing the latest in movie and television reviews, as well as my thoughts, opinions, and random chit-chat about pretty much anything on my mind. Hit that follow button and bell icon now, because I'm Jay Antonio, and it is time to talk about that film. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Guys, I'm going to jump straight into this because I don't have time to fluff around. This is going to be my first five-star rated movie, and I could not be more excited. I know I've given it away what the score is going to be, but trust me, let's jump straight into this one because it is one of the best movies that I have ever seen, witnessed, experienced in my entire life. And let me just tell you, it is absolutely well worth these five stars. So, thank you, me. Bring me in. Let's talk about it. Come on, me. Play it now. Do the thing. Go. It's review time. Okay, let us talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. It is unbelievable. Guys, I am shooketh by this movie. So, I saw it on Monday, about five days ago. And I want to talk about it now because I think this movie deserves all the praise that this world has to offer. The main premise of this movie is essentially uh, a Chinese immigrant swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. This movie is led so beautifully, so perfectly by Michelle Yeoh. And guys, I can't actually explain to you the premise of this movie. It's, It's really something that you must go and see, something that you must witness. And if you can see this in a cinema, go and see it in a cinema. Now, the reason why I would say go and see it in a cinema is there's probably going to be less distractions for you in the cinema. And it's not the type of movie that you need to concentrate too much on because it's actually relatively well explained. But the reason why I think you should see it in a cinema mostly is just because of how beautiful it is. This is a big screen movie. It's not a watch at home movie. It's not a watch at home and pull my phone out and sit on my phone for the entire length of the movie. It is not that movie. If you are looking for something like that, go onto Netflix, go onto Paramount Plus, check something out. This is a movie that must be experienced in the cinema. Michelle Yeoh plays Evelyn Wang, and she's basically an operator of a coin-operated laundromat. And the whole premise is kind of weird at first. The movie takes place in three chapters, everything, everywhere, and all at once. It's also the title of the movie, and I think it's split beautifully. And I think upon watching this for the first time, I would die to see this again. A lot of the movie has underlying tones of love. I think the key theme of the movie is love. And it's beautiful. Everything about it is beautiful. I really am going to use a lot of these marketing-y type describing words. Is that a noun? Is that an adjective? I don't know. I didn't pass English, let's be real. So, I don't really know what else to say about apart from how amazing and stunning and beautiful and heartwarming and heartbreaking this movie actually is. So, as always, I've taken some notes. So, I actually think we should jump into these notes now and start working our way through them because there's some incredible things that I want to talk about. So, the first thing that I wrote is... Okay, and first of all, these are going to sound like nonsense if you haven't seen the movie. So, I'm actually going to suggest that you pause it here, go and watch the movie, and then come on back and listen to this. Because some of these things are just going to make no sense. The first point... (laughs) 
the first point that I have, butt plugs. I have never laughed so hard in a movie as I did during the butt plug scene. So, essentially, Michelle Yeoh, um, Evelyn Wang, takes her husband, Waymond, which is his actual name. I actually thought he was mispronouncing it. It's not Raymond, it's Waymond. Um, And they go to a tax person? What do you call that? An accountant. Lol. An accountant played by none other than Jamie Lee Curtis, so Deidre. And she is this hard-ass, ridiculous tax accountant and she's giving them a hard time because they haven't uh, paid I guess haven't organized actually the the correct tax they're trying to claim things they shouldn't be able to claim they're already late on claiming things and basically she's going to shut down their laundromat and that's pretty much the premise of the movie so as she gets to the accountant office uh, all of a sudden things start to get a little bit strange her husband starts acting not like her husband like a completely different person So, this is a multiverse movie. And if you're familiar with, I guess, Marvel, which is currently the biggest sort of multiverse that's happening in cinema at the moment, that's a little confusing. This is the perfect explanation of a multiverse and almost how a multiverse, I guess, would function. Now, I guess the premise of the multiverse in this particular movie is that there are hundreds, thousands of us that exist on different planes, in different ways, in different forms, in different shapes. With different abilities and all of that kind of stuff. And we're connected to these other versions of ourselves because they're somehow, they are us, right? It's just us in a different universe. So the husband is actually connected to himself in another universe. And in this other universe, they have found a way to connect with yourself from another universe and borrow skills that I guess you have in that universe. So you might be a Kung Fu master in one, you might be a celebrity in another, and you're able to sort of use those skills in your current universe. And that's kind of the premise of the movie. It's very, very well done and actually quite well explained. What I'm kind of sitting here now as I'm saying this, struggling to understand is actually how did he transport himself from one universe into another universe and act in that universe? But I think it's kind of... Explained in the movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm forgetting. It's been a few days since I've seen it, but beautiful. Anyway, back to the butt plugs. So they're sitting at this desk and in the background, uh, out of focus is these butt plug trophies. And at first you don't notice them. You don't notice them until all of a sudden she starts talking about them. Jamie Lee Curtis's character starts actually talking about these trophies because it's essentially a butt plug on a, like a, a base, a trophy base. And they're referring to it as like an accountant trophy type of thing. She's got all of these amazing trophies, but the joke is that it's actually just a butt plug. (laughs) And it takes a lot. So, in order to connect with yourself from another universe, you need to do something very strange. Now, for example, uh, one gentleman tries to connect with himself from another universe. And the way that he connects to to himself in another universe is to wet himself. Uh, And then someone... Someone connects to themselves in another universe by sitting on a butt plug. And it's so weird. And I can't even believe I'm having this conversation on a podcast episode right now. But here we are. That entire scene was ridiculous. And I loved every second of it. It was insane. It was ridiculous, guys. Go Go and check it out just for that. The next thing is, I wrote down... I actually wrote, the fucking everything bagel. The bagel is everything. The bagel is everything and and anything. It's the end. It's everything. It's the beginning. It's the start of a a new ending or something like that. And it is an incredible storyline. And again, most of what I'm saying is not going to make any sense to you. 
I also wrote Hot Dog Fingers. Uh, that, that whole Hot Dog Finger universe was beautiful. It was stunning, actually. Because at the start, you don't know really what you're watching, but these people have hot dogs with fingers. And then towards the end of the movie or later in the movie, you understand that, yeah, they do have hot dogs with fingers, but it's a beautiful love story underneath all of that. And it's really cool how they do things with their feet in that universe, but you don't even notice that, like, one of them is playing piano. Um, but obviously, they can't use their hot dog fingers because they're hot dog fingers. But they're playing piano with their feet, and it's good. It's not the best piano, obviously. They're trying to learn, or they've tried to learn in that universe how to play piano with your feet. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe this. Um, alrighty. Next thing I wrote. Mike Chang Raccoon. Now, I apologize. I didn't remember your name, but I know it's Harry Shum Jr. You're from Glee, and I know you as Mike Chang from Glee. Now, I know you're not Mike Chang from Glee, and I don't want to do any of those kind of rude things, but he's also in Crazy Rich Asians as well, which is really cool. Now, he- there's a joke, basically, about the rat from Ratatouille in the hat, right? And- Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, doesn't remember that it's called Ratatouille and calls it Raccoon Cooey or something like that. Raccoon And so it's kind of like a running gag until at the about three quarters of the way in, you actually discover that Mike, Mike Shum, Harry Shum Jr., his character has a raccoon controlling him in his hat. And it is just weird and it's amazing and it's beautiful. I wrote two other points. One point, beautiful. The next point, stunning. <laughs> It's such a beautiful movie. The fashion, Michelle Yeoh connects with one of her souls from another, I guess, universe that she's an actress and she's walking the red carpet in the most beautiful dress I've ever seen. And that is just a couple of the points that I wrote. Um, I also wrote aspect ratio changes, which were handled so beautifully because it was like the main storyline was in widescreen and everything that wasn't the main storyline or it was another universe is not in widescreen. It takes up the full aspect ratio. There's a four, three aspect ratio or something like that takes up the full thing. So the movie does a lot of aspect ratio changes, but they're so subtle. You don't notice it. But when I started to pick it up, I said to my friend, I'm like, oh my God, the aspect ratio keeps changing. And he didn't care because that's something that just like me, a movie nerd would pick up on, I think, but (laughs) it's so incredible and so well done because I started to realize that whenever it's in widescreen, this is the main universe that we're currently focused on. And then later on, it changes to a different universe because we're not focused on that universe anymore. It's just incredible. The next thing I wrote, Russo Brothers. Now, if you've ever heard of the Russo Brothers, you might be familiar with a couple of big-ass movies that they did a few years ago. I'm talking Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, which in themselves deal with time travel and different universes and all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's really interesting that they've gone and done a multiverse movie like this. It's completely standalone. It is beautiful. It is original. It is just wonderful. Now, they're not alone in this movie. Uh, it wasn't just them. Uh, the director, um, Dan Kwan and... Um, Daniel Scheinart are just unbelievable. So they write and direct the movie, but it's produced by the Russo brothers. And um, I think it's Daniel, which is just incredible. So highly recommend that you check it out just because it is such an incredibly different movie. It's something that is unique, but it's something that's so heartwarming and beautiful at the same time. The next thing I wrote was the dog fight scene. Now, guys, I don't know about you, but Jenny Slate is 
incredible. Now, her character's actually credited as Big Nose, which I love. Jenny Slate is honestly one of the funniest actresses out there. Now, she always plays the same role, so you pretty much always know what you're going to get. And I actually love that. I think it's just one of those things that is fantastic. And she's been in a lot of different things. You'd absolutely recognize her. Um, I think one of the biggest things that she's been in is Zootopia, Bob's Burgers. She's in Big Mouth. Um, What else does she do? She's in Secret Life of Pets. She's even been in things like The Simpsons. She's been, she was in the first Venom movie. She's been in so much stuff. And I honestly, I just love her. She was in um, Zoolander, uh, which was, you know, crazy. And I'm obsessed with that. But my favorite role that she has ever played, my favorite role that she's ever done, Mona Lisa from Parks and Recreation. So, you know, the whole, you would know this if you've seen any TikToks that hold, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. That's her. She did that. Her. And it's amazing. And Big Nose in this character has a dog. And there's a fight scene where some, one of herself from another universe takes over her body and starts swinging this dog around. Now, obviously, it's fake. No animals were harmed. But it is the most ridiculous fight scene I've ever seen in my entire life. The dog is used as a weapon on the leash. The, like, imagine Miss Trunchbull from Matilda swinging around her little javelin or whatever the, whatever those things are called, shot put, on the wire. It's like that. She uses the dog in the same way in battle, and it's just honestly ridiculous, and I absolutely loved it. And the final point that I wrote was Jamie Lee Curtis, and that was the actual point that I wrote, because Jamie Lee Curtis is phenomenal in this movie. Phenomenal. She has to play a bunch of different characters, um, but all- all herself, if that makes sense. And she's just so fantastic and so heartwarming. But overall, the chemistry that Waymond and Evelyn had in the movie, I can't, I, I genuinely can't praise enough. It was so beautiful. It was so, so beautiful. Now, how could I forget Stephanie Sue? Uh, she played Joy, which is, I guess, the bad guy of the movie, if you're going to put it that way, the daughter. She's incredible, and the fight scene in the hallway where she kind of killed a bunch of people, but, like, in the most insane ways you have ever seen in your entire life. She confettied someone to death. Guys, I I can't praise her enough. She was phenomenal in this movie. At the start, I was like, oh, a whingy teen, mm, nothing new. And then all of a sudden, just a completely different person, and it was phenomenal. Everything about it was just incredible. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that because I'm ready to jump straight into the ratings. But all I can tell you is that this movie is incredible and I highly recommend that you go and see this. Now, just a fun fact before we do that, I thought we would start including some trivia. One cool thing that IMDb says is to keep the plot details under wraps before the trailer was released. The official IMDb synopsis read, a woman tries to do her taxes. It's incredible. That's actually the plot of the movie. A woman tries to do her taxes. That's literally the plot of the movie. And it's amazing. It sounds weird, right? It sounds so strange. But go and see this right this very instant. Go and see it. Go and see it. I can't tell you enough how much you need to go and see this movie right now. All right. Let's jump straight into the ratings, guys, because I am ready to talk about them. Time to rate that film. So, as you know, we've done enough of these episodes for you guys to know now that we talk about storyline, music, acting, effects, and editing. And everything is worth 10 points. So, 10 points for storyline, 10 points for music, etc. 
out of 50, we will get a score and then we'll kind of do a little rounding. So, for example, if it was 42 points, then it would be a 4.2 out of 5. And now I like to do it this way for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it helps break down where my points are coming from. It's not just a personal opinion. It kind of is, I guess, to a point. But you could see if, for example, if you wanted a movie that had fantastic editing or effects, then you would look at that score. And if you wanted a movie that has a fantastic storyline, but average everything else, you could look at that score. But for the sake of this, let's go straight to storyline. Now, as I said earlier, the storyline is wild. It's incredible. It is different. It's unique. It's original. It's beautiful. It's heartwarming. It's heartbreaking. It's everything. It's every emotion under the sun. I did spend a good portion of this movie crying. Um, Happy tears, beautiful tears. Like it wasn't, I wasn't sad. I kind of was at one point, but for the most part, it was just so beautiful to watch. And I don't know why it was so beautiful in all honesty. It was just evoking these incredible emotions in me that I can't really explain in any other way than it was just beautiful to watch. And half the cinema was also in the same boat. My best friend was more than, more than I was. He was crying. It was just stunning. And it wasn't crying because we were sad necessarily. It was just crying because of how utterly beautiful the movie was. So for storyline, I mean, look, I've already told you it's getting five out of five. Everything is incredible. The storyline is getting 10. If we talk about music, guys, the music was fucking beautiful. And I'm going to swear, I'm going to do it because my God, was it stunned. The music was beautiful. It was just so perfectly done. It was just so incredibly done. There was even one scene where there was a couple of chords from The Matrix and it was just, and it was a perfect scene for it as well because it was clearly that type of a a fight scene that was about to happen. And it was that kind of trumpet, that long drawn out, like, like that, I can't do it, but like, that's kind of, it was that Matrix sort of callback. And I think it was on purposely. I don't know. I've never read that anywhere. But that's what it sounded like to me because it was so Matrixy. And then, of course, it was all slow motion. So I guess it was supposed to be that way. But that's definitely what I got from that scene. But overall, the music was uh, just perfect. It definitely played on your emotions a lot. And you know what? I can't applaud it enough. 10 points. Acting, straight 10. Guys, a straight 10. A straight 10. Like, I, I would give it 11 if I could give it 11. But it's a straight 10. Every single person in this movie is at the top of their game. And I'm deadly serious. Every single main character, every single supporting character, and every single extra was at the top of their game. It was unbelievable to watch. I've never watched a, a movie like that before in my life. Because you know when acting is good, right? Like, we all know when acting is good. This was beautiful. This was just, you believed every single part of every single character. And it was just incredible. Ten. Ten. Tens across the board. Effects, guys. Effects, amazing. Ten. There's nothing else that I can say about effects. They're beautiful. A lot of it is CGI because, of course, they're multiverse traveling. Verse jumping, they call it. And stunning. The effects were incredible. It was funny because the effects that were meant to be bad were bad. And the effects that were meant to be great were incredible incredible. There was a scene towards the end of the movie where they time verse jumping, sorry, not time jumping, verse jumping into another universe to have a fight scene. And it's kind of a slow motion swing of like a sword. And in that sort of slow motion swing of the sword, the sword becomes a bunch of different things. And there's even an Oscar in one of them, I think, like an award. I'm pretty sure it's an Oscar, but it's like a a hundred different items in one sort of long swing of this sword. And it's just beautifully done and so perfectly timed and just incredible. So 10. And of course, finally, editing. Guys, honestly, editing. What can I say about editing? Honestly, just fantastic. 
honestly just fantastic. It was so well edited. It was over two hours. I think it was about two hour and 20 minute runtime. And it felt so perfect. The runtime was so perfect. I can't, I just, guys, I know I keep saying this, but you have to go and see this movie. So now it's time for the final score. We already know what it is, but we're going to do it anyway. So take it away, me. Time for the final score. Alrighty. 10 points for storyline, 10 points for music, 10 points for acting, 10 points for effects, and 10 points for editing. Guys, that is 50 out of 50 possible points. That is five out of five stars. This movie deserves five out of five stars. I would give it more if I could. It is one of the most beautiful movies that I've ever seen. It is just perfect. And I really hope I'm not overselling it because I know not not everyone's going to like this. It's not up everyone's alley. I know that. Someone actually told me, one of my friends sort of said to me that she, she saw it before I did. And she said that it wasn't as good as what she expected it to be. I expected nothing. <laughs> I had never seen any trailers for it. And even when I was, I knew I wanted to see it, I didn't watch any trailers. And look, that's the best way to go into these movies. I know I basically cried when the first Jurassic World Dominion trailer came out a few weeks back, a few months ago now. Um, the second trailer released today, and I don't want to watch it because I really want to go into that movie knowing essentially nothing about the plot. I think that's the best way to be. And I actually really wish we would stop releasing so much content in trailers and in TV spots and all of that kind of stuff. And I know they're trying to build hype, especially now in a pandemic. But I wish we didn't need to do that. Because I wish everyone could experience a movie just like I experienced everything everywhere all at once without knowing a single thing about it. That's what I wish. So, should you take your parents to this? If your parents are for lack of a better word, kind of prudy. That sounds bad, hey. But like, if they're a little bit more subdued, if they're a little bit more reserved, maybe not, because there is some pretty intense stuff in this movie. It's really, really funny though. It's really, really great. And it's so well done. I would take my mum to see this, probably wouldn't take my dad because I don't think he would appreciate it. I do think my mum would think it's really cool. So absolutely. Would I see it again? Ah, hundred percent. Yes, I absolutely would see this movie again. I would see this movie again in a heartbeat. I want to go and see this movie again on a bigger screen. I wish they were playing this more, in more places, in on bigger screens. I struggled to find a cinema that was playing this. Hoyts, guys, love you. Why is this not playing at Entertainment Quarter? Why is this not playing in, in extreme screen? Why can't I see it the way that I want to see it? I had to see it in a tiny, uh, tiny screen at Broadway. Um, but I wish I could have seen it on a bigger screen with louder sound. I wish the sound blew my eardrums out because it was just that good of a movie. So that's pretty much it. My very first five out of five, everything, everywhere, all at once. Go and see this movie right this freaking instant. You will not regret it. I promise you that you will not regret it. It's such an incredible movie and it's such an incredible night out. I cannot, cannot give this movie any more praise, any more accolades than I've given it because it's so perfect. So, go and see this movie. Have a great rest of your week. And, guys, coming up very soon, we have a really special guest. And I'm really excited to be talking about this movie because it's such a classic movie. And I know that you guys are going to love him. So, without further ado, have a great rest of your week. And I will speak to you very soon. This is Reviews by Jay. Don't forget to hit follow on Spotify if you're listening along with us. Or follow on whatever app you're listening to. Because I would be so 
so grateful. And if you want to share it with a friend, please do, because that would be amazing. And I'm trying to grow my audience. I'm also looking for people that want to guest on this. So if you're interested in coming to sit with me and talk about a movie and go into detail on this movie, let's freaking do it. Message me on Instagram at reviews by Jay. I'm Jay Antonio. Guys, have a great rest of your week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Reviews by Jay. I'm pop culture enthusiast Jay Antonio. Find me weekly on Spotify every Monday by searching Reviews by Jay for the latest in film, television, and musical theatre reviews. Check out my Instagram at Reviews by Jay. I am absolutely happy to take requests for movies and let me know what you guys want to see and hear. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week and I will see you on Monday. Bye.